Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Former area school counselor who managed to stay on the job after a sex crime arrest has been arrested again. I'm Mike Marillo. Leaders in Fairfax County are asking the General Assembly to make changes after police emails about a school counselor went undelivered. I'm Valerie Bonk. In one day, eight men shot in two separate shootings that D.C. police now believe are linked. I'm Sarah Jacobs. Gains on Wall Street Thursday trading. Closing bell. The Dow was up 323. Nasdaq picked up 208. S&P edged up 58. Good morning. Welcome in. One o'clock Friday morning on WTOP. Is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. By noon on Friday, we should see the redacted version of that affidavit that was used to justify the warrant to search former President Trump's Florida estate. CBS's Elise Preston says the search happened only after more than a year of fruitless discussions. New reporting from the Washington Post shows that National Archives officials were urging Trump lawyers as far back as May of 2021. 15 months before the Mar-a-Lago search to return boxes of documents they said were missing. Some Republicans in Congress are criticizing President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan, despite the fact they had their pandemic debt erased. The White House is calling them out on Twitter. It says Georgia Republican Marjorie Taylor Greene had $183,000 in PPP loans forgiven. But it's completely unfair. And Florida Republican Vern Buchanan's $2 million loan got wiped. It's not about me, but just in general, people are very outraged, I think it's the best word. Pennsylvania's Mike Kelly, about $100,000. Florida's Matt Gates, $482,000. And Oklahoma's Kevin Hearn, a million. The White House Twitter page is reposting their disparaging tweets along with receipts. Monica Ricks, CBS News. California's Air Resources Board has approved a plan to end the sale of new gas-powered cars in the state. More from CBS News correspondent Steve Futterman in Los Angeles. Beginning in 2035, all new vehicles in the state will have to be powered either by electricity or hydrogen. Everyone won't think it's perfect, but it is appropriate, and it's what we should do. The plan must still be approved by the federal government. Environmentalists hope this will pave the way for similar actions in other states and even other nations. A Midwestern 
school system is bringing back some old school discipline. CBS's Jim Crisula. The Cassville School District in far southwestern Missouri is bringing back corporal punishment, the paddling of students at the urging of parents. Superintendent Merrill Johnson. Corporal punishment will be used only when other means of discipline have failed and then only in reasonable form when the principal approves it. A new study has found that Pfizer's antiviral drug Paxlovid appears to be of little benefit to middle-aged adults infected with a coronavirus. CBS's Nora O'Donnell with details. Israeli researchers looked at more than 100,000 patients and found the drug significantly reduced hospitalizations and deaths among seniors, but younger adults didn't show any measurable benefit. An elected constable and three others died Thursday during an eviction at an apartment complex in midtown Tucson, Arizona. Police say the constable, the apartment manager, and the neighbor were all shot and killed by a man who then shot and killed himself. This is CBS News. Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California, choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. WTOP at 103. Good Friday morning, August 26, 2022. We are looking at a spotty shower possible before daybreak, otherwise partly cloudy, comfortable, lows in the 60s and 70s. We're at 76 right now. And Dean Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your Friday morning ride. Top of the local stories we are looking at for you as we head into this day together. We begin with a former counselor this hour at a Northern Virginia Middle School who has now been arrested again, this time for providing false information to the state's sex offender registry. 50-year-old Darren Thornton was arrested in not one but two sextings in Chesterfield County since 2020. But this month, it was discovered he stayed on the job after his first conviction for almost 20 months, only taken off the job when he was charged in the second sting. Now, Virginia State Police say Thornton provided false information and incomplete paperwork when he registered as a sex offender on two separate occasions, writing down unemployed. And he has been charged and arrested for that. The case has led to criticism for Fairfax County Public Schools and an admission from Chesterfield Police that emails they sent to the school system about Thornton's first arrest bounced back. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Fairfax County Superintendent Michelle Reed has met with nearly two dozen families at Glasgow Middle. She says mistakes were clearly made. School board member Ricardi Anderson says it's a countywide problem. WTOP at 105. Now Fairfax County leaders want a change in the way information is actually shared. A letter to the Fairfax County delegation of the Virginia General Assembly comes after emails bounced back from a police department letting Fairfax County public schools know that a middle school counselor had been arrested and charged with soliciting prostitution from a minor. Fairfax County Board of Supervisors Chairman Jeffrey McKay. The reason for the letter is to alert our state elected officials and frankly our federal elected officials that you know, we need a much better system where there's accountability. He hopes it would help create a paper trail and keep this from happening again. Valerie Bonks, WTOP News. WTOP News Time 105. In the district, police have three men in custody this morning in connection with a triple shooting this week locally, Wednesday evening, in fact, which they now believe is linked 
to a mass shooting earlier the same day. Police Chief Robert Conti says it appears the men shot near a senior living center on O Street Northwest on Wednesday afternoon were targeted. Five people in total were shot. Uh, two people uh, died as a result of that act. Several hours later, a triple shooting nearby in the area of Lincoln Road and Quincy Street Northwest. Officers spotted the suspect's vehicle and arrested three men. Five firearms, to include two automatic rifles, were recovered from those individuals. The three victims in the Quincy Street shooting are expected to recover. Based upon our investigation now, we certainly believe that this was some retaliation for the shooting that occurred earlier. Police are now investigating what led to that initial shooting. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. It's 106 Friday morning on WTOP. A D.C. Superior Court judge has ruled in a case this week brought by the D.C. Police Union challenging D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser's COVID vaccine requirement for district government employees. The union and other police groups filed the lawsuit back in February. On Thursday, the judge said the mayor's vaccine mandate was unlawful and that she lacked the actual legal authority to impose that mandate. Mayor Bowser's initial order required D.C. government employees to submit proof of vaccination, apply for religious or medical exceptions, or agree to weekly testing. Workers who did not comply could be suspended or fired. WTOP at 107, traffic and weather on the way. Stay with us. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities. Victory over setbacks. Victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Donate to the V Foundation.